Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Blood of Kings. Uh, this is Blood of Kings, Season 4, Episode 1. I am Aubrey. I am your GM. I use she, her pronouns. I will toss it over to my players to introduce themselves once again before we get into what happened last season and what's going to happen this season. And we're going to start at the top of the order with Aki. Hello, I'm Aki. My pronouns are she, her, and I will be playing Astrea Bashar Chloris, a quadruple princess bard dragon summoner, child of the Queen of Night. Um, that is not how I wrote it and how I said it, but it's okay. This is a burner. We'll read it again eventually. Uh, grandchild of the Man King and all-round magical baddie. Who also uses she, her pronouns. I'm so glad. Just, just shove this whole thing into the fucking blooper reel already. Okay. Hi, I'm Dusty. I use they, he pronouns. And I'm playing Joanna Sanchez, who uses she, her pronouns. Mom of Mexico, getting her memories back all around MILF. Those are her stats. Thank you. Hello, my name is Ferris. I use she, her pronouns, and I am playing Dumisa, the half-hop goblin, half-problem, barbarian, and champion of the night. Mostly champion of the night at this point, though not statistically. Um, and she also uses she, her pronouns. Hello, everyone. I am Tick. I use she, she, they pronouns, and today I'll be playing Marrow, resident underworld monk come from dirt, now learning how plants work. That almost rhymed, actually. Also, I'm going to get my bubble tea. I'll be right back. Hello, I'm Sparlock. I use he, him pronouns. I play Grune, Flame, Oracle, and Giver of God, Death, um, and who uses she, her pronouns. Hello, my name is Alyssa. I use they, them pronouns, and I am playing Tamsin, the changeling wizard MILF who uses she, they pronouns. Awesome, awesome. Uh, do we have any quick announcements to get into before we talk about what happened last season? Um, yeah, if you uh, are listening to us, uh, go check out wayward arcadium every monday on nat 20 productions uh you'll hear some familiar voices over there as several of us are cast members there it is a lot of fun in our chaotic magical school game and also bring your own mech just gay lancer chaos that may or may not be back by this point but the trailers and art are probably starting to go up so go check it out go listen to the first season if you haven't uh yeah other people talk about your things um hello i have things uh besides beyond and wayward arcadium uh city of mist uh i'm on it i'm darling who is a darling not really no she's going through something right now um but you can figure out what that is if you um you know listen go listen to that podcast yay um I'm not going to announce that. I'm going to leave that one to Dusty. Uh, I think in terms of streams, 
seems it should be started or getting started, but I've been casted on uh, Girls Run These Worlds, uh, the Invincible Sword Coven thingy, uh, where basically it's just a bunch of us siblings going around trying to get revenge for our mommy's death. Uh, have it, we have as of now we haven't like as of recording we haven't like started too 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 much yet but like it's still hot shit so um come check out our stream every like thursday not on girls from these worlds but on tales yet told i am in a tech noir mini campaign every other friday which is either still going on or has just finished so you should check out the vods and also every other saturday uh at dexara 19's channel on twitch i am in dragon riders of ama which is a quest campaign where we are dragon riders also go just check out at unwavering force Star Wars stuff, Akina the Sarnet, Aki's a Gremlin, nothing new. It's fun. We're trying to get more follows every 50 follows. We unleash the character little thing until we're out of characters. We get three left as of now. And my brain farted. Go check it out. It's fun. I have I have fun things in plan for that. Yeah, go check it out. Well, I guess it's Time to talk about what happened last season. Got it. Oh, God. <laughs> you don't so, have to do the recap, Tick. Don't worry. Seasonal recaps are my thing. Mm -hmm. Thank God. Yep. Well, one second, like, let me fucking take a sip of this. Oh, yeah, let's go for it. So we open at a familiar house at the world tree panning over to the garden here we see torfine and rosalite playing uh, their games are halted when they hear the snack time as astrea waves them over to a small picnic blanket uh torfine sort of moves over and sits in front of astrea and just you know with her cute little dwarven face looks up at astrea and says can you tell me about more of your adventures uh, sure, but it's a very long story. I've been asleep for a lot longer, you know. Right, I know. Uh, you want me to continue where we left off last? Yes! Okay, well, I got kidnapped by my father, Talon, who was actually possessed by this green dragon named Theron for like the last 30, no, 20, I'm not that old. For the last 20 years or so, uh, we were in Vlagos, and while I was scheming and playing these super intense chess games, the rest of the party was on their way to rescue me. Uh, they grabbed my lover, the captain, uh, who is a super pirate lord, and did a lot of deep bonding stuff. Deep bonding stuff? Um, yeah, so like people got thrown off boats and like fist fights and like thrown off stairs or something. I don't know, I don't judge, but um, during this time I had my hand full because uh, I accidentally summoned this sweet little baby. That's me! That's you, baby! And so Theron found out and then sent his uh, dragons after the party and I broke through a magical barrier to warn them and my friends still managed to sail to Vlagos and beat up two dragons and run to the capital with my mama's army and storm the castle. And they bought me enough time to swap Theron and Talon's souls, which ended uh, the undead soul-possessed army and it reunited us. Uh, and I was queen for a week, just to help move stuff 
around and, and then and then it was on to saving you, Thorfinn. Me? Yes. We returned to Obara, which was the original ruined city we visited many, many months ago, and it was swarming with red, crystallized undead. Uh, we fought our way to you and faced down this red crystal zombie dragon. It was a very fearsome battle, but we made it out and performed your healing ritual. And uh, before we could leave, we had an encounter with the god Remulus, who let us flee before anything else could arrive. Why did he let you go? I honestly don't know. He said it was to mess with the one, but I really can't say. Anyways, you kind of know the rest after that. You know, we've reunited you with your father, had a bit of therapy, I started dating Dumisa, and then we lost the teammate. What about Kressa, and Osheim, and Saite, and the god fight? Oh, jeez, you want to know everything, huh? A lot happened last season. Mm, truth was one hot summer. So, okay, Cressa. We stormed Cressa by boat with the Vlogosian army to help us, and then we we went in knowing we'd fight one dragon, and that was the Queen Maeve. Uh, but then we realized that Dumisa's adoptive father, Thorn, was also a dragon. So now we're fighting two dragons back to back. And then we managed to seal their souls away after like long fights. And it was all good until Mero's bone fetish kicked in. And uh, then they went and found a third dragon. Another one? Yes, uh, it was Zolstrom's skull. Uh, you remember who he is, right? Yeah, the, the god of the underworld. Very good. Uh, after some very long and boring conversations, we agreed to take him with us and put him in a create a creature plushie. I have to take you there when you're feeling more comfortable going outside because you would absolutely love it. Uh, also, also, we met up with Grun's guardian heavy, who told us that the false gods' temples were like destroyed by Maeve, and now he's a pirate. I like career choice. Mm -hmm. Also, Mero's made out of dirt and mummy issues because we gained two new mummy adjacent teammates uh, with their own amount of baggage. Uh, Tamsin is like a changeling and Mero's mom's lover. And uh, Joanna is uh, from another world with no memory. And she found a another dragon egg from space, which we kept for a while, but returned. We've returned it. Um, and I will be a godmother eventually, um, like two weeks, <laughs> give or take, this time skip. And, um, and then we managed to get the next idol for the Feywilds when we encountered Joanna in some weird, almost Jurassic theme park. Uh, and then it was on the Osheim where we did a bunch of miscellaneous things like selling cats and a tiny heist and, um, uh, and uh, the, the, the shopping, and the lore dumping, and a bunch of other one-shots. You go to Saite next? Um, technically, yes. Saite was a secret hidden city with the last of the dragons in Cyrene. But we only found out about Saite after traveling to Refus. I wanted to find out more about my father's, you know, my father Calyx's curse, but yeah, we had to put that on the back burner because, you know, Refus was under constant sieges from sea monsters. 
Oh no, how big were the monsters? Oh, like giant crabs that hid inside ships. And then there was this massive hydra that tormented the whole town. <gasps> what happened next? <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> that was a very I, long I looked, I looked over and I just went, oh wait, it's me. <laughs> <laughs> it was a very long guest, Torvina. <laughs> Um, well, we defeated the Hydra by cutting um, all of its heads off, of course. And then our new friend Kite chartered us a boat to Saite, where in the middle of the night, we like pleaded our case with the leader of the dragons, who was her dad. Um, and eventually, he agreed to take it up with uh, the powerful Council of Dragons. Did you manage to convince them to help? I worked my magic, of course, and by magic I mean my killer negotiation skills and all of the goddamn resources I have hoarded, like a huh, like a dragon, um, and uh, and I've lost my train of thought. <laughs> One second. Ah, yes, there we go. Uh, the council then agreed to help, uh, and they managed to wrangle up like a hundred dragons for our cause. Wow, that's a lot of dragons. Oh, you're telling me? We sent some back uh, to Refis to help, and then the rest of us uh, went with us as we headed towards Nike. And uh, that is uh, where we found the last idol, but uh, we knew we had to probably fight through all the reavers, and then it got worse. What could be worse than Reavers? A hippo. Uh, we attacked. We were attacked by a massive hippo. One, um, this one. Uh, but, 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 Dumisa was able to scare it off. Oh, wow. Dumisa must be very brave. Oh, my God, the bravest. But I'm getting very, very off track. Uh, once we fought through all of the Reavers, we came across the throne room. And it was our biggest challenge yet. What was that? The god of the sea, along with two ice worms. This this was our hardest fight yet. But we had two dragons backing us up, uh, Rex and Kite. Uh, and they bravely fought the worms with us. And Kite even managed to, like, kill one in a super cool way. She, like, breathed down her breath weapon, down its, like, throat. Wow. Yes, and then finally it came down to just the sea god in our fight there, and it was very, very close. He almost took out Dumi, oh, but I managed to save her uh, in a very, very heterosexual way. And um, eventually, eventually we managed to wrestle away his uh, fancy sword, and we gave it to Joanna. That part was actually kind of funny because it was like... Um, it was like a bunch of us all gathered around into a kill circle. And it, and it's really funny because he was massive and we were not. Uh, and then Tanzan ate his heart. Ew. Yeah. Ew. But it's okay. I don't judge. We don't judge in this house. Um, and uh, with the last idol in hand, we came back here and managed to open the Feywilds. It's been a pretty busy week. <laughs> it certainly sounds like it. Well, you uh, have a wonderful afternoon just relaxing and, uh, you know, hanging out and not being heroes saving the world for a bit. Um, 
it's been probably about two-ish days or so since you opened up the Feywild. It's mostly resting, recovering, and things like that. Uh, though I will say, Tamsin and Meryl, every time you've gone to sleep, if you do sleep, I'm not sure. <laughs> uh, We're not Estrella, it's fine. Hey, hey. You spent the past five minutes roasting me and getting my jabs in while I can. Yeah, no, I was gonna allow it. That was <laughs> what I deserved. You got like two more. Yes. So, Marrow and Tamsin, whenever you sleep, you have dreams about a world shrouded in fog and a woman in a dark cloak walking through the fog, calling out for help. Is this conveniently the same world of fog that I saw at a, you know, unspecified time where I died? Possibly, it looks similar. Uh, can I ever try to approach this person in my dreams? You, you're not there in your dreams, you're just seeing this world and seeing this person and hearing this person. Ah, I see. That's fucked up. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's fine. It's fine, don't worry about it. Yeah, fine, Mero, don't worry do you about bring it. this up? Uh, probably. Mero talks about all of their emotional issues. <laughs> do they? <laughs> they do now! They <laughs> learned it so- they learned it so well from Tamsin, who's hiding all of the lore. <laughs> we killed a god together, babe. Yeah, I don't know, I feel like now is the time to share your- your mysterious, sad past. Yeah, I'm, I don't know, man, I'm having some weird dreams, you know, and not like... I've been having some weird dreams. <laughs> Just bring it up casually, like, yeah, how'd y'all sleep? It's like, I had a bit of a weird dream last night, but overall slept pretty well, you know. You know, dreamed about my mom trapped in limbo. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> I... I feel like Mero has a lot of stress dreams about their guilt and regrets, so this is probably just a regular stress dream. <laughs> They're just like, yeah, I had another stress dream the other night, it's fine, though. No, it's like, you know, what else is new? Am I right? <laughs> Having stress dreams? What happened to that therapist? Oh yeah, you reminded me. Estrella, we're going on a friendship date today. I'm here. Yeah, we're going to a therapist. Well. No. <laughs> Why not? I don't believe in therapy. <laughs> Your dad's a therapist. You are insisting everyone around you gets therapy, and you deserve to have some as well. And I have a therapist in mind that is not your dad. Shit. I was so certain that he was the only therapist in Cyrene. <laughs> Unfortunately, or fortunately, there are other therapists other than your dad. Your dad does not hold a monopoly. I I kind of wonder if Callus just like holds a monopoly on therapy in that town specifically. He's the only therapist. That's it. I mean, Alex suddenly becomes the Elon Musk therapy. <laughs> <laughs> Another therapist appears. And he hires like assassins or something. That's the strange mm. one. Well. I will say it's probably like early in the morning, you're all um, having breakfast, uh, and then there is a knock on your door. Come in! You just uh, leave our door unlocked? <laughs> yes! No, what the fuck? No, I'm, I go to unlock it. Mm -hmm. 
So you open the door and uh, sort of standing out there is uh, this person, um, you know, they're probably, they look a little elvish. They're, you know, and they've got sort of this messy, short, dark hair wearing, um, you know, uh, sort of basic clothing. And they just go, hi, are you uh, Estrella? And they're like looking down at this package they're holding in their hands. Yes, that would be me. Oh, awesome. Uh, I was sent by um, some of the people on the Fae Court with some gifts for ya. I'm so sorry. Please don't take this the wrong way. But if I accept these gifts, will I then be suddenly, um, you know, in like... Sarva, dude. Well, technically, they were all, they all owed you a great debt from opening the Feywild, so okay, this is them okay. paying back sure. their debt. Because I'm aware that you trade favors, and I was not sure if this is a favor, favor, or like, um, like a, like a gift. Nah, nah, yeah, mm. Yeah, my mom, Titania, sent me with all this stuff. Oh! <laughs> I was going to tip you, but now I'm not sure. I no, that's rude. I'll still tip. I tip, a, I tip a miscellaneous amount because I'll figure that out later. <laughs> Just Lindsay um, Tamsin, is it that person super important really softly? I believe so, yeah. It really seems oh. like the favor could be better used than material gifts, but I think it's probably rude to refuse. Probably, yeah. Um, well, uh, thank you so much. Would you like tea? Yeah, actually, I would, wouldn't mind a cup of tea. Okay, um, cool. Come in, take your shoes off over there. Oh, yeah, and, totally, um, totally. And, and yeah. It's, it's nice to meet you, by the way. You can, you can call me Raven. I will politely invite him in for a cup of tea. <laughs> Hello, random person. Would you like a cup of tea? You already said yes. It's nice to meet you, Raven, Nastreya, mm -hmm. and the rest of y'all can introduce yourselves. He waves. He has a very, very uh, head empty face. <laughs> Internally thinking, it doesn't look like this man has a single brain cell rattling inside of there, and that's impressive because I can relate. I'll just wait and be like, hi, you can call me Marrow. It's nice to meet you. Here, take a seat. We have breakfast. I love breakfast. I also love breakfast. Wow, you both like breakfast. Maybe you should talk it over during breakfast. <laughs> Joanna, in the kitchen, just looking at all this happen. Wow, you. You two have so much in common. <laughs> but there is a very nice, like a very large uh, bag on the, the table now. <laughs> I would like to open it, please. Yeah. Um. As you, uh, you, you do realize that the bag itself is a bag of holding. Um, so you reach in and give, and, uh, the first thing you pull out is what appears to be a staff. Um, and it is sort of made of this very smooth white wood, uh, and capped with each end with a, uh, sort of a bit of a, uh, a, a holy symbol. Which holy symbol, OP? Yeah. Uh, 
it is a holy symbol of it appears to be the seal so it's like the sun all my homies hate the sealed get the cursed thing away Drun, there's I'm a stick unclean <laughs> um could i could i make a check on it just to see what kind of like of to see yeah. if I know what this magical stick is. Yeah, uh, give me just a, an occultism check. I see what I've done wrong. One second. Ah, uh, yes, you forgot dice. I forgot dice, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Just, just let me, I gotta get the Australia one out and the Doomy one because the Doomy one love me and the Australia one like, like me only for dramatics. It's the Australia dice that like to kill me, specifically. Uh-huh. That's not that high. Um, I lied. Thir- 35, yeah. Um, this is a major staff of healing. And I look directly at Groon. Groon, like, looks at it suspiciously and like pokes it and then kind of grabs it and scuttles away and starts like rubbing the symbol of the sealed wait I just got a great idea Groon just yes? show Groon was here over the sealed symbol ooh yes it's just a sum that says Groon was here Exactly, it's a new Groon symbol! That would be really cool, actually. The, this is better. Vandalize the sealed symbol with your own with your own slogan. How perfect is that? Tamsin will turn to the messenger and say sort of angrily, Is this intended as a taunt? No, I and I think it's just a bunch of shit that some of the fake, you know, that the fake council had in their vaults. He's looking at it like he doesn't recognize really what it is. I don't know. He was like, it's just a stick. I don't think this man actually has a brain cell in his head, Tipson. I said really oh. quietly. So the repayment that we received from the fake court for. Opening up the Feywild is random shit. Oh, there's money in there, too. (laughs) (laughs) That does make Tamsin back off because money equals spells. Mm -hmm. That was a new laugh, Alyssa. What the fuck? (laughs) I thought your voice sounded deeper to me, and I was like, ooh, brain burn. But then you did that laugh. And now I don't know how I'm supposed to feel. Respectfully, how disrespectful of you! (laughs) Tam just does the most evil, maniacal laugh known to man. Everyone's staring at her like, is she secretly the final boss of this game? Maybe, who could say? No, I'm doing it for gay purposes. Jesus. (laughs) I was trying to be gay without being, like, gay, because I'm not fucking rude. But now, (laughs) but now I am. That dimension of, uh, a bunch of random shit. Uh, Joanna, again, from the kitchen, chopping up whatever, just... Oh, that sounds about right. 
Look, we did it, and oh, I'm getting my memories back. So nice. So. Okay. Um, do you continue pulling items out of the bag? Yes. Alright, um, sort of the next one is you pull out this sort of, um, small medallion. Um, it doesn't seem to appear to, like, have a chain on it. Uh, if you want to give me another occultism roll. Could I, could I make it arcana? You can do arcana too. Arcana, occultism, any of those magical. I'm, I'm mostly saying this because I ended up, I, uh, I became a master in Arcana. So, mm. Yeah, like, because my point went into Arcana, like, my, I got, I got to become expert in Arcana because of something else, and so I was like, might as well make it a master. But Go truthfully, occultism is where I should have put it. Maybe I'll train out of it and swap them later, I don't know. Um, 36. Uh, that is a stampede medallion. Stampede medallion. It is something for your <gasps> idol. Oh my! Oh my gosh! For Rosie, haha! Fuck y'all! This is <laughs> <laughs> Wait, No, for real. No, for you're right. Screw the rest of you. This literally can only <laughs> be worn by my child. Why do you be so chaotic? You don't even understand. I will. I will put it on her. Mm-hmm. And it changes shape to appear as a tiny bejeweled facsimile of Rosie, as you would attach it right above her heart. Oh, that's so cute. Uh, Australia, the next thing you pull out is a massive bag of coins. Uh, you've got like a proximate or whatever. Um, uh, or iPhone numbers. I have iPhone numbers, yeah. Yeah, you're, you're, you're roughly sure that this is about 2,500 gold. Mm, that's a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Into the party funds! I should pull out the party funds! I'm um, going to pull it out. Yeah. Um, the next item you pull out is a beautiful set of scale mail that has a large green gemstone insert sort of like in the center of the chest. There like a list in this bag of like what they sent us. Did they include like a little list? (laughs) Obviously they did not send any knowledge with the delivery boy. Uh, um, but did they leave a, I don't know, a note? Like, here, enjoy these six items, or whatever. Um, you just keep pulling until you pull nothing else out of the bag. Yeah, just, just so, seeing if there was, like, a, a way to spare Astraea from having to do, like, a cult checks on everything. No, it's they're a, gonna make you do that. It's, it's, it's okay. This is, mm. some, this is, I can't believe I'm gonna sound like a bitch. This is a minor poultry skill check. <laughs> Him. I could do it. Um, okay. That's very, very high. Um, 41. Yeah, uh, this is magical scale mail. Mail of luck. It's plus two resilient scale, uh, splint mail. Uh, and as a free action, once per day, uh, you, if you are, you are hit or critically hit with an attack, but the damage hasn't been rolled yet. You could spend that free action to force the attacker to re-roll the attack and use the worst result. 
Uh, and, uh... Wow, I sure wish someone in this game that could wear armor needed a lot of luck. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. It's, it's I'm really, really sorry. It's how you said it. It's how you said it. It's how you said the it. The next item in the bag is definitely hand wraps of good luck. I promise. <laughs> hand wraps of bad luck. Oh, hand wraps of uh, screw you. Yep. Wasn't that the original hand wraps though? <laughs> Wait, Stop no, it. you're right. They yeah, are. Yeah. Hand wraps of keel over and die with the original ones. <laughs> Um, the next item in the bag is a very nice set of boots. Of boobs? Boots. <laughs> boots. Boots. Oh, yes. oh, I'm so sorry. Boots? <laughs> I Do wait, boots. for you. <laughs> Please. A lovely set of jets. They have been rated 11 out of 10. <laughs> yeah. 11 out of 10 premium titties. I don't know. I'd say it's all 7 out of 10 personally. You are incorrect, like how you are incorrect about many things. <laughs> You're just mad because I'm right. I don't know, no. she has a college education. <laughs> yeah, fuck you. You don't study titties in college! You didn't know what the tree was! You didn't well... know what the tree was! So what's the, what's the arcana roll? <laughs> oh, yeah. I was too busy insulting Marrow. That is really high. One second. I love that it's so high for these random skill checks. Can you imagine when I really need it and then the Astriodis kill me? Um, 43. 43. These are Boots of Bounding. Uh, they give you a plus five uh, foot uh, item bonus for speed and plus two to athletics checks to high jump and long jump. I see how interesting. But you don't need the Mara since you're so... Goddamn fucking mousy. <laughs> Why? What do you need boots for? <laughs> you guys spent how long getting me to wear shoes and now you're refusing me boots? <laughs> I'm kidding. Just leave the boots. <laughs> Let's see what else is in the bag. Moving on. Full yep. circle. Um, the next thing you pull out is a, uh, it's sort of a uh, string with a bunch of. Uh, very pretty red beads on it. You've already encountered an item like this before. It is a necklace of fireballs. <laughs> Specifically, a necklace of fireballs five. Oh, oh fuck. Should we give room two items? There's fear in that sentence, <laughs> in that statement. But also, I'm okay with that as long as the fireballs are not directed at me. So far, they've been really well used. Fireball or something? Fire? Um, yes, this one is a necklace of fireballs rune, but we will, besides the staff of healing going immediately to you, we're going to wait it out until everything else is on the table. Okay. And then the last item you pull out of the bag is a heavy iron ring that has the head of a ram on it. I see. And it's the greater ring of the ram. Big shovey boy. I look at my ring. I look at the ring on the table. I look at my ring. <laughs> Sounds like a, uh, a mother-child sort of duo, right? Right? No? It, it does, does actually. The new one to Tamsin. 
Yeah, you can yeah, family crest. <laughs> I would love actually to give it to Tansom because like, can you imagine disintegrate on one finger, bitch slap ram ring on the other? <laughs> that would be cool. Can you imagine getting put through a wall by like, by this? Jeremy? And I just, I jazz, no, I jazz hands to fucking Tansom, who probably looks like an eldritch tree right now. <laughs> Joanna raises her eyebrows. Hmm. Uh, and the bag of holding itself is a bag of holding type 4, so the bag itself can hold 150 bulk. That's so much bulk. That is a lot of bulk. Theoretically, like, usually, normally, a person can only carry about, like, 10 to 20 bulk. Oh, that's me. Yeah, let's go to Misa. If nobody wants the bag of holding, can I have it? I carry a very heavy egg. Not the other egg, the egg that I actually cannot part with because time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fine. It, it should be fine to put in, right? Because there's something, something living creatures in a bag of holding. It is, it, yes, but this whole thing is kind of in the, it, it, it's in stasis. Yeah. yeah. It's in stasis, it is, it's fine. This thing, yeah. was about, this thing was supposed to hatch like 400 years ago. It's, it's not <laughs> happening. Uh, poor thing. I think it should be safe. Mm-hmm. But yeah, go ahead. Go. Fight for your items. I'm good. <laughs> I'm happy. Because because obviously Rosie is getting the uh, the stampede medallion. Because literally no one else can wear it. Did you see what the stampede medallion does? Yes. Yep. <laughs> Baby can stampede now. Yep. Two actions. Just when we thought, damn. She's not kicking any more swole. <laughs> she can now do like this baby had an eight pack that this baby was shredded. <laughs> she can do basically like eight d six bludgeoning damage now. Mm-hmm. Um, by like running through people. Well, you guys can call dibs first. I don't mind waiting. Okay, so we have the mail, the boots, the fireballs, and the ram ring. Not Mm -hmm. counting the rosy medallion and the staff of healing, because those have obvious locations. Te- technically, the bag of holding is on the table. I just said I wanted it if nobody else did. But I am okay if somebody really wants a bag of holding. Um, I would assume that the scale mail can only be used by either... Oh, wow, hold. I forgot to do a voice for this character. <clears throat> <laughs> I'm just sitting here talking in my normal voice. Um, I would assume that the uh, scale mail can only be used for it by either Joanna or myself, given the weight of it. And we are the buffest of the crew. It's just facts. The boots could be useful for either Mero or Joanna. Um, Mero already has intense speed and can fly pretty easily. Joanna, I think, has more limitations with getting up front quickly, as noticed in the god fight. Uh, the fireballs make sense for Grun or Tamsin, being both primarily spellcasters, and I think the ram of the the ring of the ram is either good for Tamsin or Joanna. Bag holding, go and go to whoever wants it. Very astute of you. 
I was taking notes. Ah, okay, why not? I was not. You're making breakfast. I have a day off, so I can take notes and you can make breakfast and it works out. It is a very good breakfast. I say eating breakfast with Raven, probably talking about the yeah. breakfast. Yeah, Raven's like, yeah, this is really, really great. Ooh, ooh, okay, I'm gonna put this. This is, so what you're eating is something that you've never seen before, probably, or never had Joanna, Joanna's never made it for y'all, which is basically just like huevos rancheros, which is just eggs with some bell peppers, onions, tomatoes, spices, like all cooked up uh, with some melted cheese on top. So she's never made this before for any of y'all, but out of a whim, she decided to do it today. Is this a recipe from your, your plane? Or is it one you invented? Oh, you know what? I, didn't, I wasn't even thinking about it. Probably. I have made I, it before and I know you're getting a couple memories back, so. Hmm. Oh, I don't have a name for it. It's just, huh? Well, it's very good, so we can I'm call just... it the Joanna Special. <laughs> <laughs> the Joanna Special. Uh, Especiale Joanna. Okay, okay. Joanna's uh, gonna put down a plate and is just going to uh, pick up the boots <laughs> and walk back to the kitchen. You guys better start picking where these items go. Oh, I mean, I think Joanna okay. just did. Yeah, so if Joanna's oh. grabbing the boots, then I'll take the scale mail because I don't think anyone else can use it. Wow, mm -hmm. wow, Misa, I, do you need help putting that on and taking the other stuff off? <laughs> no, no. Yeah, it's still <laughs> breakfast time. I know, but I... Later. I really like... Okay, as as much as I am a muscle connoisseur, I mm -hmm. also enjoy seeing Dumisa in new clothes, okay? Thank you. Flashback to the time that I took the the, the dawn the dawning feet specifically to help Australia with her armor back in like season two. <laughs> it's I don't long gone that, now. I, I don't have that feet. This is for private, like it's just... Oh, I don't know where. This is for gay well, reasons. I just think it's funny we're gay in the same way. Well, as you guys finish picking, I should take Estrella to therapy. No. Look her straight in the eyes. <laughs> yes, Estrella. It's I time. I don't have time for the therapy. We're gonna make some time. Because <laughs> make I think- Make some time. Estrella, Estrella, please look at me. You need therapy. That is an undeniable, unarguable fact. I also need therapy. That is also an undeniable, unarguable fact. We are going together to both get therapy. Okay? Fine. But I look at you like the knife cat meme. <laughs> oh, thank God you agreed. I was going to just carry you if you said no again. <laughs> no, I I will kick and scream and in like 13 different languages. <laughs> Which is a lot of kicking. That's fine. You can't punch as hard as a god yet. But Rosie can. <laughs> Rosie, do um, you think your mom needs therapy? Therapy. The answer's yes. <laughs> That's yes, so rude. Therapy. <laughs> That's so rude. 
she, she just said the words. She, she, she didn't like say yes or no. <laughs> Jesus standing behind Australia being like, nod, nod, yes. <laughs> Samson, did you want the uh, ring of fireball or the bag holding? Wait, hang on, hang on, wait, hang on. I combined it. The the ring of the ram, the fireball necklace, or the bag holding? Ring of fireball sounds dope, though. It does sound it really does. cool. But... <laughs> I like bag of fireball, but also good. I think that Gruen would be more pleased with the necklace of fireball than I am. I'm interested in the ring, though. <laughs> Mara, are you cool with the bag of holding then? Because otherwise you did not get a gift. Uh, and I look at Raven and be like, they don't want the bag back, right? Do they want the bag back? Nah, we just want them just sitting around. Pom, nom, 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 nom. No, right, I'll take the bag. Wait, I can carry my whole bone collection on me all the time! Oh no! Oh no. Go to therapy and talk about bones. Gruen, quickly give me your bag of holding so I can shove it into that bag of holding and, and rid us of no. a lot of future. No, I'm joking. Don't do it, Gruen. Don't, don't listen. What? Don't listen. It's okay, Gruen. It's okay. It's okay, Gruen. I, I start speaking to you in different languages to confuse you. J just so that way you can go somewhere else <laughs> and forget my suggestion. Okay. <laughs> so we do want to put the bag inside of the bag no 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 <laughs> this was me being a dick go, go to therapy i mean yeah, that we're, is a we're literal, all going to like, therapy it's, it's on your it's in your appointment calendar um and i can't move it for you because you have so many other appointments today and this is the only time to squeeze it in so you better go it's okay sure we can get donuts after Yes. Hey everybody, Aubrey here with a fun little announcement. Uh, Goblets and Gaze is now an affiliate over at Adventure Dice. And we know how much we all love those Mathrocks. So if you need some new Mathrocks in your life, go over to adventuredice.ca and in the checkout code, enter our promo code Goblets for 10% off. But also they have dice. They have other TTRPG accessories and tabletop goodies, dice trays, uh, condition rings, and things like that, little spellcasting stuff. Great stuff there. Go check them out uh, and support our show. Thank you. Yes. Yes. So, Mero and Estrella head to therapy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, you get to go meet Luctus down on the beach. The new beach, because the world tree is now an entire continent. Let's go to the beach, each. Yeah, they, they do kind of like they're still working out a way of like connecting because like there wasn't like really a way that the world tree like because didn't used to have ground. Um, so people that just cast a feather fall spell on you. I can land on my feet. For those those that like don't fly. They just like cast a feather small spell on you and being like, have a nice trip. <laughs> and eventually you touch down on the beach. Uh, and yeah, you're there. You find Lictus. Lictus has like, uh, you know, a blanket spread out on the beach and is, uh, you know, just sort of vibing with a book and some food. 
Honestly, life goals, I wish to be on a beach vibing with a book and some food. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna just hold Estrella's hand and be like, Hello, Luckless, sir? Yeah. Uh, I, I heard you did therapy? Technically, yes. Uh, you know, I'm... The, you know, the god of repose. Me, I also absolutely do not remember whatever voice I assigned Luckless. That's fine. Lucy mm-hmm. is a new voice. Mm-hmm. Look, um, and he's like, yeah, the god of repose and all of that. You know, my job is to, like, help people through difficult periods of their life and all that stuff. I imagine what you're going through is very difficult. I will raise the hand that is holding Estrella's hand, so we're both holding our hands up and be like, yes, can I order two therapy, please? <laughs> What for her? Um, yeah, sure. Um, sit down, and I guess we can just sort of talk about whatever. That's kind of just like how I do it. Uh, we just talk, you know, and I offer you whatever my thoughts are. Okay. I didn't uh, go to school for it or anything. I just kind of seem to have a knack for, you know, people like talking to me, and I like listening. Oh, the vibes are correct. Well, I know it's kind of awkward to talk with someone listening, so I'm going to look at a stranger and be like, you talk first, I'm going to take a jog around the beach, I'll be back in like half an hour, and then I'll go talk. Oh, wait, wait, you need to take Rosie with you. Yes, I'll take Rosie with me and I'll stay within not listening distance, but far enough that Rosie doesn't disappear into the void. Yes. Oh, you bones. Runs off. Ah, chasing after <laughs> Wait, what's Rosie's land speed? I don't know, but at this point, she's uh, she's literally a land shark. Um, it should only be like, it should be like thirty-five. Okay, mine's fifty. I'm good. I can catch her. <laughs> run, 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 run. I watch. I go sit, and now it's awkward. <laughs> yeah. Would you like any tea, water? Other drinks? Um, I just had tea, so I guess I guess water is good. You watch as a uh, uh, look to sort of pulls a glass out and casts create water. Hit, <laughs> and then hands it to you. I was um, I have my decanter of endless water. I was gonna do the same thing, <laughs> except you know in a less in a less blast you in the face kind of vibe. And just looks at you and goes, So why do your friends think you need therapy? No idea at all. I'm completely sound. Oh, yeah. I, you can just talk to me about whatever's on your mind. Uh, on my mind, um... It's, it would, I guess, be work stuff, really. Uh, it isn't gonna sound very, very weird out of context, but, like, I'm trying to figure out the way to grow bodies. Or at least grow a body and then make a few others. But, like, 
it, I promise it is not necromancy. <laughs> it might be a little bit of necromancy actually, um, but but that but it that is that is the most I know besides um like you know skeleton vibes and stuff. No, that's that's fair. Um, you know, I I wouldn't expect you to be trying to raise an undead army. Not yet. I mean, as long as you're on my side, raise all the undead armies you want. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm not. I'm, I'm, I'm specifically trying to do this three times for three very specific individuals. Um, the one of them we got to find the soul first, but like you know, that is that is that that is on the back burner. Not really, but like you know. It's on the list. There's a lot going on right now. I definitely understand that. I am taking whatever moments I can when I can. There's... There's a lot that is going to happen. And... All I can hope is that, uh... You know... Everything turns out okay in the end. Pretty much, yeah. Um, though I'm pretty confident I can at least make it decently okay, but yeah, that's, that's pretty much the vibe. Yeah, well, you can take care of yourself, you know. Don't neglect yourself, you know, that especially at, during times like this, we all need to be in good shape for what is to come. Yes. Um. Yeah, I know that sounds a little ominous, but, you know, you killed a guy uh, that is kind of going to kick some stuff off. No, I, I assume so with, with that. It's more so I have no idea how to talk, <laughs> how to talk to you. I mean, uh, you, yeah, you're kind of just saying things that I already know and understand. So it's it's like, yeah, 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 of course. Take care of myself. Yeah, okay. Um, things are gonna get heavy. Yeah, sure. Okay, add it to the list. You know, it's it's it's, it's like yes, I know. And, and look, this will just nod. Yeah, sure. Okay. <laughs> I'm okay. Yeah, um, yeah, they'll sit in silence and, you know, they'll, uh, sort of play around with the, uh, the book that they're holding. Off the distance, you see Rosie getting yeeted across the sky into the water. <laughs> That seems safe. Um. Well, let me just ask you this. If you were trying to save the world or anything, what would you like to be doing right now? Um. <laughs> breaking my father's curse? That's just kind of why I said I, I left on, on any uh, adventure at all. Which is not really world-threatening, I guess. But it, you know, it's my world-threatening, so it's a lot more selfish 
That's not, not even selfish. It's my bad. <laughs> uh, that's that's fair. Um, yeah, it's it sounds like uh, I don't know. <laughs> me out of character, just being like, uh, let's just do it now, bitches. So I say, you know, you and Lectus can either lapse into a comfortable silence or talk about whatever. Uh, and I'm gonna jump over to you, uh, Meryl, real quick. I'm leaving. I'm kidding. I'm not leaving. Mm-hmm. I'm babysitting. Mm-hmm. As you're doing this, and you're playing around with Rosie, eventually, you know, after a few minutes, you decide to take a break, catch your breath, sit down on the sand for a moment, uh, and as you do, you sort of feel like something land on your head. Oh. Like, sort of gently land on your head. And you kind of hear just sort of the sort of whoosh of, of tiny wings. I'm gonna, I'm gonna pat my head. You feel a very large, well, I wouldn't say like an incredibly large creature, but it's a large, it's larger than you would think on your head. I'm gonna look at Rosie and be like, what's on my head? Bug. Bug. Gonna, can, can I pick it, pick it up off, off mm-hmm. the head and just grip, grip with slight mm-hmm. force and remove from head and look at it. Mm-hmm. It appears to be a moth. What does this moth look like? Pulls out the reference. Very. Uh. So it's very nicely colored in different golds, oranges, and purples. It has a white head, and it looks very sort of fruity and berry with like a citrusy sort of spell to it. There's like little berries growing off of like parts of its wings on like the little fluffy part of its mane and its whiskers, and he's very cute. If, if I had to rate the cuteness, it would be a solid 100 out of 10. Yeah, and just from this moth, you just hear like something that sounds like Oh, me remember to you too. Can I help you? You get the feeling that you maybe have some sort of connection to this moth now. Okay, I have a new friend. You have a mechanical <laughs> connection to this moth now. <laughs> oh my god, I'm gonna look at Roselight and be like, am I a parent now? Bones. Bones parent? Yes, and I'm gonna hold up this little guy and be like, he's very cute. I'm gonna put him back on my head. And you just sort of hear like the little <laughs> sounds like a Minecraft village. Oh, <laughs> he is so cute. I had to think um, of a name. Where's mm-hmm. I wish to name him? Barry. Barry. Yeah, I like Barry. Barry. Does look like Barry. I'm gonna have to show a straight a stray after therapy. Hey, you're just astray. You hear off in the distance. You just be like, Mom, Meryl made a friend. Meryl has friends? <laughs> you exist! Yeah, I was going to say, outside of us, this whole time, Astray has probably just been doing small talk with, mm-hmm. with Lucas because yeah. it's, it's, it's uncomfortable <laughs> to, to <laughs> just be completely silent. Just no, like, so I, what I, are you reading? Imagine you're doing small talk. Uh, the book he's reading call, is called Thorns and the Prince. 
That should sound like a YA. Yeah, that sounds like a YA novel. What the fuck's that about? Anyways, you can tell me. You can tell me about that later. Mm. Barry, who's Barry? I hold up the moth. Like I pick yeah. it up, I hold him up, and you're like, I found it. It found me. It's mine owl, now. Owl-sized moth. Uh, that's a pretty big moth. Kind of like um, like lemon's moth. Lemon has a moth, right? Yeah, yeah, that moth was a lot yeah. bigger, though. Yeah, Lemon's moth is a lot bigger, but I just mean, like, that's a big moth. It's a big boy. You think it's from the Feywild, then? Because Lemon's Fey-y... I don't know, Mero. Have you been diddling with the Fey? Not a lot, no. Um, well, congratulations. You have a... moth. I'm now a proud parent of one. Just say very seriously, holding this book. Mm -hmm. and, and Barry looks over at you, Australia, and just goes. Meow, 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 meow. <laughs> <laughs> I, I speak, um, Sylvan, if that helps, but I don't know. <laughs> it's not Sylvan. What are you speaking? <laughs> I don't know, but I think he's cute. I, I think he's very cute. I think he's very talkative. Um, I don't know what you speak yet, little moth named Barry. Uh, but I can figure it out eventually. Probably. Uh, as you as you were like holding holding Barry Marrow, like Barry starts to like chew on your glove a little bit. Wait, no, don't do that. Those are very important gloves. Take them off, put them back on the head. Like, no, you can chew on my hair if you want. Maybe he's hungry. We, we look to see a fruit or something. Yep, yeah, look, this has some, has some fruit. You can take some and give to Barry. Look, I'm going to... a whole fruit anyways. <laughs> the man just got here. <laughs> and I can still be right. Yes, I will offer the berry the fruit. I don't know if this is cannibalism or not, but we're about to find out. He did the berry, just takes the fruit and goes, rah, 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 rah. <laughs> kind of oh, <laughs> Okay, I have to feed this pet. Noted. My child. I have to feed my child. I hope the f you need to feed your child isn't new news to you, Dick. <laughs> Uh, you see, Arius is built different, so I'm not used to plugging babies that need food. I'm <laughs> I will offer the fruit and be like, so how did your therapy go? Um. It went. I mean, it's fine. It's starting to get interesting because I'm really, I want to know what this book's about. And, and like, this is like. So it's about, you know, this prince who hears about these tales of this, like, cursed kingdom uh, and sets off to learn about it. And then he meets, like, the cursed prince who's, like, a beast. And, yeah, it gets very, very interesting at that point. Seems like some good monster yeah. romance to me. Shut the fuck up. It just feels... It just... 
I put my hand. This I is the most. This is the most therapy I've ever gotten. That just feels like my life. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm when I'm done with it, I'm more than happy to let you borrow it. I mean, I'd be down. Yeah, you want to join the book club? Oh yeah. Yeah, we just finished Total Steel Artificer too. Yeah, that's that's Leia's favorite. I know, we spent like 15 minutes talking about it. It's such a great book. Yeah, it's, it's pretty good. Absolute masterpiece, 11 out of 10. I love it. Okay, sorry, we have to save this talk for book club. Yes, I will bring this book to book club next time. Perfect, book clubs every Friday at 3 p.m. I guess it is now. It is now. <laughs> Okay, well, thank you for therapy. You're welcome. Uh, you know, if you need any anything else, uh, just let me know. I'm usually kind of around. Chilling on the beach, reading the books. I just nod wisely. So eventually you all return home, and you all see Mero return home with a moth on their head. Yeah. Hi, guys! When you get home... Grun has finished attuning to the staff and like preparing it is now just like whacking things with it and turns and sees Marrow with a moth is like ooh something new to whack with um, Wait, no! not out loud but approaches menacingly with the staff Grun whatever you're going to do with that staff don't do it there's bug. That is my new child. Your what? Mero, just... just because the Feywild opened doesn't mean that you should be consorting with them. They're my new child. I don't take constructive criticism. Look at this face. You pick them up, hold them up. Uh, Isn't he adorable? There he goes. Possessed. No, no, it's just it's just a fucking bug. But it's Meryl's bug now, so you know. This is my bug child. No look at Tamson. Just I'm just gonna look at Tamson for approval. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I feel bad disapproving now. <laughs> can, can I do some sort of vibe check on this bug? Does it have evil intent? Yeah, give me give me just like a perception check. <laughs> Does this book have evil intent with my child? Tamson, I'm too old to be a grand- well, I'm too young to be a grandmother. <laughs> you're so old! Full, what was it? You're like 400? Yep. Tamson staring down this moth, what is your intent with my child? That's 30. 30? Um, you're pretty sure that this moth is like an animal companion. Oh, they're- they're quite- Sweet looking, actually. Mara, where did you say you found them? Uh, on the beach. They kind of just landed on my head and I adopted them immediately. Maybe I do need therapy. Like a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought that you were on a therapy date. Did you not also receive therapy? No, they didn't. <laughs> Instead, I had one awkward conversation that then led to book club. 
I forgot to go to therapy. I was so lost to go to therapy. in my new child that I forgot therapy. Exactly. I'll go back at some point. What do you mean awkward conversation? Was therapy not not good? It's not like it was bad, but like there wasn't much to talk about. Your constant overworking, your terrible sleep schedule. Was there just nothing you wanted to talk about? You know, fess up to. What do you mean, fess up to? You say I do it, and I agree that I do it. We have acknowledged that I do it. Yeah, but but there's like the reasons behind why you do it. Because I'm working and the world is ending and we are all trying to stop it. I mean, I'm... I won't go into it here, but we've talked about this a little bit before. We feel like you have to solve all the world's problems. Yes, but I haven't done any of the princess stuff yet. I'm just saying, maybe next time you maybe bring that sort of stuff up and see how that goes. Didn't we save the world? Now we just have to kill the gods, right? You have to save the world. That that, that is a part of it. Unfortunately, Grun, I think... uh, Killing the gods is going to be the hard part, especially because we have killed one. They're only going to um, pay attention to us now. So our days of being ignored, for the most part, are probably over. It won't be hard. We're just going to go whack and bam and smash. And and Grun just starts like flailing dangerously around. I do oh, love no, your optimism. Don't do that in the house, though. There's fragile dishes. There's lesbian paintings. There's lesbian paintings. <laughs> Not my paintings, no! <laughs> but honestly... The statue. I think book club might actually be a good sort of segue to therapy for you, Estrella, just because it's not something hard to talk about, but something nice and calm and a break, you know? Weekly book club. Yeah, yes, I'm in book club already. <laughs> yes, we're doing more book club. We're doubling the okay, book club. Okay, so we're doubling the book club, okay. Book sure, club twice a week. <laughs> let's book add, let's add that to my schedule, sure. No! Let me see your <laughs> schedule. You. Let me see your schedule really quickly. No. <laughs> yes. a calendar, calendar no, and it's that, all red. That's my schedule. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. You need it's to all cancel. color-coded. Estrella, you need to cancel at least half of these things. So you want me to cancel your mom? <laughs> because majority of these things are for your mom. <laughs> Estrella, you, you, you don't need to do pottery right now. I don't Why do you have what? four pottery classes? I am not in pottery classes. <laughs> then why is it on your schedule? It's not on my schedule. It's a TRC pottery. Damn. <laughs> Pottery is a code for something else. Why do you schedule that? <laughs> have you seen the rest of her schedule? I what else would child. she have time? Oh I have a child. God. I can't just bring my child to pottery class. I mean, you kind of have to. No, she can stay 100 feet away from me. Yeah, yeah pretty that's... close to pottery class. No, 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 you, this... Have you considered the fact that you can never get any space from your child whatsoever because if you step further than 100 feet away from her, she will die? That's something for therapy. What the fuck? What the fuck? <laughs> something for therapy! <laughs> I'm just saying, you have things to talk about. 
<laughs> but it's okay. You got to work up trust first. I totally get. I would not talk to them right away at the first yeah. meeting either. Yeah, Thompson, like, you, you want to know, know my trauma? No. Thompson, you know what's funny? These pottery classes line up whenever we have to babysit Rosalite. Joanna, <laughs> stop noticing things. Yeah, for the last time, they're called Joanna. Please stop noticing Just... things, Joanna. I'm covering <laughs> Rosie's ears. <laughs> Okay, Joanna, you you you're you sort of speak Sylvania. See. Okay, just in case somebody cover Rosie's ears, I have no idea what language she can and cannot speak. All the um, same ones you can. Oh shit! Okay, you cover her ears and her eyes. She's too smart. And then in and then in Spanish slash Sylvan because that's my favorite part about Sylvan. Um, I just go pottery is is code for the time I can spend um, uh, with Dumisa. That's not safe for work. Mija, I, yo comprende. I know. I'm just making a big fuss for you. Okay, I wasn't sure if you knew. Okay. It's funnier so this bad. way. Look, we just. We just killed a god. Tensions are high. Yo comprende. But really, you should like just like just ask us. Literally, just ask us. Thompson and I would never mind. You don't mind, Thompson? And I look at Thompson with <laughs> like yeah, like the knife cat meme. <laughs> Timson had very intentionally not backed Joanna up because uh, some of that time could be used for going through her books, but they will look at Stress Destreya and nod and say, if you need people to watch after Rosalite, of course, we're always happy to do that. Can I free Rosalite's face now from being hidden? Yeah, yes, you can. Yeah, can she's started chewing go? on your fingers. <laughs> That's fine. That's the second time today someone's chewed on my fingers. See, that is the worst part about having Barry now with Rosalite. They can both encourage each other. Yes. Does Barry mm. chew on things? Because we did rawheads when Rosalite was a baby, and it worked really good. It chewed the on my... stage, you know? It chewed on my glove, but I think it was just because they were hungry. They eat fruit, which is great. Does it also eat clothes, like, you know, like moths in your closet sort of deal? Because I can, mm -hmm. I got stuff. Let's test it. <laughs> Bring the Not. clothes. No, no, no. Okay, this is I'm where gonna I'm going to grab some scraps from, from fist, my uh, this oh, quilting project. Now I'm project. going to therapy for real. This is <laughs> <laughs> Not the clothes. I mean, so if we keep the moth, I mean, Barry, if we keep Barry well fed, then it'll have no reason to eat anyone's clothes. Harry looks up at you and just goes, mur, mur, mur. I'm gonna okay. figure this out. I'm gonna figure out the berry <laughs> speak. I, I will. And I add that to my schedule. <laughs> yeah. I remove it from your schedule. Yeah, this is fun. No, but this is fun for me. It's languages. Languages are my thing. This is actually, this part is fun for me. Babe, you gotta put it in the in the free time slot, though, because um, you, are, you are booked from the hours of 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. Yeah, no, it's going in free time for sure. Because like, wouldn't it be fun if like we could, we could, we could figure out what Barry's trying to say, and then also speak to to Barry. What if Barry has seen the unforeseeable future and and had the darkness and the darkness stared back at Barry? Oh, Barry looks into the middle distance. <laughs> <laughs> Barry, what have you seen in your life? 
Nisa, I think I think you're right. I think it's time we go make lunch. Lunch uh, would, time. Go I ahead. would like to corner Mara for a second though and say yeah. just because Barry eats fruit doesn't mean that you can get away with not eating fruit, Mara. You have to set a good <sighs> example. <gasps> oh no, you're right. I do have to set a good example. <gasps> Fucker. Tamps in your mind is swollen. <laughs> that oh shit. And you ate a god last week. This is a power move. <laughs> yeah, when do I get to eat the heart of a god? I was gonna say something bad. I'm so sorry. I'm not, I'm not gonna say anything anymore. No, Maybe no, I need say to lie it, down. Say, say it. <laughs> no, no, no. It's okay. I'm gonna go lie down. I'm so out of character, what were you going to say? I was going to be like, ask your dad or something like that. Like, his <laughs> friends eating the god. <laughs> yeah, that's what they're calling it, I see. I was, I'm, I'm not going to say that in character. I thought of it and went, no. <laughs> no, this is psychological damage for you and me. This is, <laughs> this is friendly fire. <laughs> An AoE spell a deck. <laughs> This is for both of us suffering. Somewhere in the distance, Rin took psychic damage for no reason because it was simply thought into existence. This is how we killed away, and he just kept taking psychic damage from your thoughts. But I do need to tend to the garden, but if anyone else has anything else I want to do first, go for it because I've been talking a lot. Well, it does, it does sound like that uh, Joanna and Demisa wanted to have a conversation. <laughs> yes! Yeah, it done for that. What? I know nothing about this. Over lunch, which, you know, I think Joanna is getting Demisa into the kitchen, but it's like, like, okay, you know, I've been remembering some new dishes. So, so let's get here. Yeah, I will start. Cutting this up, here is an onion for you. If you could just chop that up very nicely. Sure. Um, Do you want it chopped and then sliced, or uh, I the, forgot literally every other way you can cut things? Uh, oh, you know what? Dice it, so you have to cut it Diced. as much as yeah, possible. See, mm -hmm. see, see. Yeah, yeah, got it. And while Joanna is like getting us, cutting up other vegetables, putting on the water, um, well, like just, just casually, it's like. So, Domisa, how how are you, how how are you doing? Like, because a lot's happening right now. A lot is always happening. You know, you just learn to roll with it. Yeah, but how are it's... you with the memory situation? That no, must no, be Domisa. Confusing. No, 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 no. This is this is now a me asking you time. Oh, we're not having a conversation. Well, see, but Saviske, I know a lot is happening all the time. But for someone as young as you, that's still so much to me, sir. Uh, I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm not that young. I mean, like physically, but like. I've seen some things, you know, I've done some stuff, so, like, I'm not really and that young. Joanna is gonna, like, calmly, like, walk over and, like, gently put a hand on Demisa's cheek. Has to, like, reach up a little bit because Demisa's 100% taller. Um, and just... 
Dumi, I could be your mother easily. And doing all that you have done at your age is, ugh, I can't imagine. Um, I think the combination of the maternal gesture and then the statement, I could be your mother, which was meant as an age thing, <laughs> but given Dumisa's relationship with her mother, sure was temporarily interpreted the other way. <laughs> um, definitely, uh, I think she blue screens a little bit. Uh, and then just goes, it's, it's cool. I got a Vlago's upbringing. We know how to just, just pack it all away and never look at it again. For someone who really cares about their girlfriend going to therapy, sometimes you need to unpack some stuff too. Have you ever heard of, um, this is, this is a copyrighted phrase, um, Django, it's a game, we play it in Vlagos, it involves a lot of stacking of blocks. That sounds so familiar for some reason. Yeah, so it's like a tower of little blocks, and you just pull them out one at a time until eventually one person pulls out one too many and the whole thing falls down. This, this mm -hmm. is a metaphor I'm making here. Uh, I pull a block and the whole tower goes down, so, you know, we don't touch the blocks. We just let them be. Don't shake the table, don't touch the blocks. Let them sit there in the little tower of trauma. But Denisa, it's okay to pull the blocks because look, look around you. You're not to, you're not alone to be able to pick them up. Ah, uh, it's sort of my job to hold up the party. And everyone else has way more going on, you know? Including you, you have like half a memory and are not even... You don't even know where your home is right now. Let alone how to get back to it, or what you've got missing back there, or what you've been missing by being here. Like, that's a... Joanna's that's Joanna is gonna like, call me like, take the knife from your hand, put it down, and just turn around and hug you. And just do me so just, I just want to tell you that I know you've seen so much and being the one to hold everything together is so much stress. But, and then she's going to hold you at arm's length, like break, break the hug and then like, look at you. Um, you honestly, it's probably the softest you've seen Joanna's eyes because she hasn't had a lot of time to be soft. Um, and just... I... I see a lot of myself in you. All the best parts. So, it's okay to fall down sometimes. I will always be here for you, as long as I can. Like onions. I'm just starting to get to her a little bit. 
because they were real finely diced. There's a lot of onion essence in the air. It's definitely just the onions. And Joanna is going to kind of um, rub your shoulders, like calmly rub your shoulders, like, okay, rice up the carrots too. Okay, we're making this too. Carrots. I can do that. Uh, I think after like a whole carrot is cut, Umisa will just kind of add. You kind of remind me of my good dad. You, you hear just a very small just chuckle, um, as Joanna is definitely like smiling. It just, well. I'm glad to be the good part of the family. <laughs> now that was too fucking sad and personal. You'll never get me. Never. <laughs> I just wanted to note it for the record, just so everyone has a little background here. That the last time Demisa cooked with a parrot was her baker dad who was dead. <laughs> so hey. Oh, I didn't emotions. know that. New mama blocked. Yeah. I just also realized in the middle of that conversation, Joanna doesn't know Tamisa recently killed her other father. No, no. I mean, <laughs> that may have been no, no. Actually, no, that was in that. the breakdown, right? Yeah. I don't know if it was in the breakdown. I don't think it was specifically mentioned uh, that it was her father. I see. I see. Okay. Uh-huh. Then yeah, Joanna doesn't. Yeah. So Joanna just hitting all sorts of real good touchstones there, and not knowing just how impactful <laughs> that was. Anyway, we can move along. By the way, the soup is going to be making is, it's going to be albondiga soup, which is meatball soup. It's very cozy for everyone. Meat soup? I'm looking. Lots of vegetables meatball. in it. <laughs> That's fine. I have to. I have to pick a good example now. Out of character, I hate meatballs with all of my being, but I respect you, them. You hate Italian meatballs, white people meatballs. I've only got soup. Is different. And this is a tangent I'll talk about later, but I good soup. So you all settle down, have a nice lunch. Raven probably has a nice lunch too. Raven hasn't left. He has not fucking left. We never excused him. He's like just having a good time. <laughs> Sorry, we have to tell out. him he's wearing out his welcome. No, he's not wearing out his welcome. He can stay. <laughs> Wait, does he know what this bug is? <laughs> he's seen Barry before. He just he looks at it and goes, "Yep, that's a moth." Yeah. <laughs> sure is, buddy. Congratulations. No, he probably left. I just like, <laughs> I like dozing in that. Raven is still here too. Yeah, exactly. It's just all when you look over and he's just in a corner, like looking at a book. <laughs> I love that he's not helpful at all. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he did his job and that's it. His job is to deliver packages and look sexy. And he's doing both of them. So like, mm-hmm. we're good. Yeah. And it's like, a, it's one of those shirts that's got the nice deep V. You can see how much of a twink this man is. Thought vibes, thought vibes. I respect him so much. 
It's just Barely. shirt with deep V and tight leather pants. Yeah. Yeah. I can respect him. So he, he leaves with soup, um, you know, to wander <laughs> off somewhere. Until his mom picks him up because he's lost. His mom 100% didn't want him to come back, not dressed like that. He was like, please. <laughs> um, so yeah, you all have a nice lunch. Uh, and then what would you like to do after that? There's many things on your list of probably things that need to be done. Yeah, there's a big list. No one. Oh, sorry. You uh, oh, no, no. Uh, it was it was because I'm not sure when bringing it up is appropriate. So I'm just going to throw it out there again as like a reminder. Estrella mm -hmm. does know how to talk to your mom and yeah. has and has offered both um, uh, both you and Tamsin. If you like whenever y'all were comfortable, you have to help her do the ritual. At mm -hmm. least Tamsin, at the very least, is to help her do um, the ritual. But like, when you're ready to talk to Amidas, mm -hmm. Australia has a thing for that. Yeah, we, we got to do that. I was going to say, like, as an overarching sort of thing that happens probably every day, I want to learn how to garden. And I have someone to call who can teach me how to garden. And also maybe answer the question, what is this moth doing on my head? <laughs> Am I actually a new parent? I, that's like—is this—is this person Dorfine? I was gonna ask Lila, but I can also ask okay. Torfine. Torfine's like ten. I don't want to ask for how to garden. That would be me. Torfine is like four hundred and ten. No, no, like Obara was like two hundred actually. Right? Yeah. You know she could help yeah. because she Close knows enough. what she's doing. She knows she's what she's doing. She's the one who kept the garden alive when we were gone, and mm -hmm. she's totally yeah. coming over for playdates now. So mm. we invite Lila. We invite Torfine. I just want to learn how to garden. I have to feed my son now. I also as, want a hobby. As you go into garden, Barry hops off your head and just starts nibbling on the plants. I don't know if this is good or bad for the plants. Bad. Oh, don't do that yet. I just pick them up. Pick them up. <laughs> you see him go. Rawr, 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 rawr. You can't eat the plants. They grow the fruit that you like. If grown correctly, I can't promise growing them correctly. Bad moth noises. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, hold on. I'm gonna go inside. Do you guys have any fruit? Probably. I'm gonna go find fruit on the table. I'm gonna, I'm gonna put the moth at the bowl of fruit and be like, here you go, buddy. <laughs> moth eating noises. Nom, 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 nom. Nom, 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 Yeah, don't gotta roleplay it out. Just, I want to learn the mm. joy of gardening over time. That's it. Mm -hmm. Meryl learns the joy of gardening. Yeah. <laughs> I have a son to feed. I grow a plant once and it actually goes a fruit. And I'm like, oh my god. These are all of my children now. Mm. I have 37 plant children I have to feed. Mm. And you're feeding them to each other. I can feed them bones. I'm running grass <laughs> with bones. You just poke the plant with the bone, like, eat it. Got, I, I, they know how to bury a bone for the plant to eat, but I like to learn how plants work over Our time. Are seeds? Are seeds just plant? Fruit bones? One more time. Uh, <laughs> seeds. They are inside the fruit. Are they the fruit's bones? No. No, there's no. the fruit's balls. They are the fruit's seed. Yeah. Yeah, the, like the ball sack. <laughs> God, I hate how <laughs> cursed that is. <laughs> it's firm, but anyway. 
kind of. Plants are complicated. Hmm. Um, <laughs> so, at some point in the afternoon, there's uh, there's another knock on the door. We're getting so many visitors today. I'll get it. I'll get the knock at the door. It's Rin. I close the door. <laughs> no, stop it. That's my grandpa. <laughs> I push Marrow out using all of my strength. And by that, I mean um, telekinetic mm-hmm. maneuver um, and, and yeet. And then I will also um, answer the door properly. Yes, uh, Rin is there in all of his, uh, you know, grandpa-ness. Um, and looks at you and just is like, well, I'm about to send Theseus back to Cressa. Uh, while I go, make sure that your mom is doing all right. Uh, and then do one of a million things I need to do. Oh, I get it from you. Yeah, um, I did actually have something I need your help with, though. It is something mm-hmm. I need to take care of, but I don't have the time to. But it'll help you in the end. And that is... I haven't been able to get in contact with the person who makes the dragon weapons. She was in Zarich. Oh. It's a place that never stops snowing. Yeah, the the way the city is built, it is some of the best forges in the entire world. I've essentially created um, these forges underground that heat the city. Uh, so the city is like always a pretty nice temperature, uh, but they do very good craftsmanship. She's there, and I haven't been able to get in contact with her for the past couple of weeks. I thought she was just busy, but she hasn't returned any of my messages. You also know that nobody has been able to get a message to get out of Zarich in mm-hmm. several weeks as well. Mm. I mean, it sounds very important, but it also sounds very cold. The city itself shouldn't be too cold. But I know, but getting there... At least there... bring a jacket. <laughs> hey, Estrella. Yes? Remember how when it's cold, I wear a bit, really big cloak? And you yes. get a cuddle way more often? Yeah, but... But, but Grandpa, please close your ears. Just close them for like a moment, please. He looks at you strangely, and looks at Demisa. Yeah, do it. Do you want some soup? Come on in, come on in. Oh yeah, soup. Soup sounds wonderful. I'm about to travel for a bit, so I definitely need the energy. When he is of a a favorable distance away, I go. (laughs) But I don't don't like the weather or the clothes I have to wear to to survive. But you oh look so God. cute. And no. I'll keep you warm. I just want to be titties out all the You're, time. Theoretically, you could wear whatever you want and just glamour it. I know. <laughs> but I will know. In my heart, I know I am not titties out. I know out. I am not titties out. I know I am weak. <laughs> okay. Um, um, that just means the titties are for personal time. You mean pottery glass? 
Pottery class, yeah. Okay, fine. Pottery Isn't class about... goes on the road. <laughs> I can't believe the whole knows about pottery class. pottery class. We gotta change the name now because we gotta change the name. Because fucking Joanna. No more pottery. We can't take it anymore. They'll be like, where's pottery class? And we'll go, we just didn't like it. But yeah, it wasn't for us. I mean, it was for us, but like. It's now art class. It's now painting class. It painting class. Kinda, like, we got more hobbies on the list. We can use another bird cooking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll just put something off there. I mean, bird watching makes a lot of sense because there's already a lot of tits. <laughs> <laughs> okay, listen. Shut up. I'll kick your ass. Bird watching sounds good, actually. Yeah, but, but we, we put bird watching on the list. Okay, I got- oh, wait, 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 no, no, I shouldn't- Oh, yeah, we were talking Yeah, yeah, let's just- we, we go back, we go further in again, mm. have the soup yep. and go like, okay, uh, well, um, I just got to tell everyone and- and see who wants to go. Yes, um, I said, you know, just- you've got a way to contact me, use it if you need it. I, um, once- once he finishes the soup, he- he will go collect- Theseus and you know Theseus give will give you a hug. hug. Yes. He will give you a hug. Both of them will you will get hugs from both of them before Good. they leave. And Rosie. And Rosie. Rosie gets hugs. Uh and you know, then they leave. And actually thinking about it that is a pretty good place to end the very first episode you're right it is yeah. yeah pretty good place to end so uh Meryl, why don't you take us out all right everyone thank you for listening to the first episode of season four great way getting here great entire journey uh if you'd like to see what's next feel free to follow us on twitter at gobbleton gaze uh we also have a wimpro patreon where you can support us and yeah, stay safe, eat your vegetables, and stay tuned for next time. We open on what appears to be a normal morning, like any other. You are out on the sea, wind in your hair endless horizon before you. But about an hour or so into your day, the wind completely dies. Uh, and it's unlike any time it's ever happened before, just like naturally, you know, lose wind or anything. It's everything on the ocean goes still. Terrifying. Incredibly. I think the captain would have been like at the helm or at the wheel. And I think as the wind dies, like everything about them also kind of dies and they freeze and they are not one to freeze. So for a moment, he's standing there looking around as if something is going to explode up out of the water around them. Yeah, uh, and your crew is pretty much doing the same. Uh, everyone is looking around, unsure of what is going on. You're not near any other ships, uh, so it's not like you can ask them, hey, 
what's going on. Um, I assume, too, that the crew, like, starts turning to look at the captain for, you know, like, for some kind of explanation about what's going on here. Explanation, uh, and for the guidance. Explanation, guidance, what the hell is happening right now. And the captain takes that moment of pause to feel the shock, to feel something in the ocean that they've never felt in their entire life before. Something that feels wrong, something that feels... Something's, something's wrong, but they don't quite know what it is, and there's this odd mix behind it as well. And I think they actually don't even say anything to the rest of the crew, but they start uh, climbing up the top, like the, the main mast to get as high up into the air as they can. Mm. Yeah, no, it's the, the, you know, you hear the crew muttering, being like, well, they, they probably know what's going on. They have some idea. You know, the crew's looking to you and just being like, yeah, everything's going to be fine. We'll get underway again soon. No problem. Um, and as you do climb all the way up to the main mast, off in the distance, you're really not sure how far away it is. There's an island. Um, and above the island, you're watching these very small shapes swirl. Flying, large flying creatures, birds, maybe. Uh, but there seems to be a lot of them converging around this island. Um, if you had to put it near a number, you might say like 80 of these very large winged creatures near this island. Uh-huh. Yep. Um, and then everything changes. There is this moment of power being released. It is almost like a wave of pressure hits you in the chest. And it seems definitely to be centered on that island. Um, and the seas instantly start back up, but they're a little bit choppier than they should be. The wind seems to be coming from multiple directions. The seas are a bit in chaos. Can I tell why? There is a lot of power here and nobody to control it. That realization sinks into the captain quickly, like a breeze washing down over them, as the, I think the literal breeze starts up again and ruffles like their long white hair behind them. They understand, I think, intrinsically what has just happened. And for the first time in what feels like forever, they smile. And they don't smile for anyone else. They smile for themselves. And there's power here. There's a lot of power here. And the captain reaches out to take it. And it's easier than you expect. Um, you know, this power, almost like it's looking for a vessel. The captain, I think, they like literally reach out. They have one hand on a rope at the top of the mast and they're almost like hanging off of it. Like they're reaching out toward the island. Like they can feel all of the power, all of the 
majesty, all of the grace of the ocean, its fury, its beauty. And they reach out and take its hand like they're taking the hand of a childhood friend and they press it to their chest and they feel it. Do you feel it? You feel the power, the energy of the sea, the wind whipping through your hair, everything in the ocean as well. All of the creatures, the life, the things deep, deep, deep down in the ocean that we all do not want to think about. You feel them all. You f And it's not like you control them, but you feel them and you... If you were to come across one, you could probably at least rudimentarily communicate with it. Um, you know, negotiate. Make sure it doesn't cause you any problems. Uh, but the first thing you know is... The wind, the seas, they bow to you. I think the captain lets go of that rope that they're holding onto. Mm -hmm. But if it's okay with you, I don't think they fall quite yet. They take like okay. a few steps out into the open air where they're just walking on wind. And then that those few steps turn into a run, like turn into turn into a walk and then turn into a run until they're sprinting forward and with again for the first time in what feels like forever, they let out a peal of laughter um, as they spin once in the air with the wind like curling out around them and then they dive like over the top of the bow of the green lady and they let the water come up and greet them and bring their body into the ocean. And you don't even have to worry about casting any spells to breathe. Incredible. And as all of the water washes over them, and they're still like under the water with the salt and the surf, and they can, it's almost like they can feel the edges of their body and the water. Like there is no edge to their body when they're in the water. They are the whole ocean. And they pull themselves back up, like, and the water, I think, comes, like, up and around them and pushes their body up so that they rise, like, up in front of the mast again. And they look toward that island. And just on the breeze, this little smile still playing on this, on the corners of their mouth, they look toward that distant horizon. And they say, thank you. And now that you've gotten to look at it a little bit more, you're relatively sure those are dragons. Of course they are. Of course. And I think they turn back, like one of the last things I think they do is they turn back to where Salty is like at the, at the wheel mm -hmm. and they smile again, this like glittering smile lighting up every edge and every pane of their face set course for that island in the distance unfortunately by the time you do get to the island the party is gone they have very very important things to do a few hours later you will feel it the magic returning and you'll probably realize just how difficult magic had gotten near the end there 
um, you know, how much of your, like, how you physically exert to use magic. And mm -hmm. you know that when it happens, the Feywild is open. And off in the distance, the waters are a little bit turbulent as an entire new continent rises in Cyrene. Oh. Yeah. The oh my god. The becomes an entire continent in and of itself. For a moment, <laughs> the captain is just completely astounded, right? As they feel the ocean's... I assume they can feel it like it's their own blood, like moving mm -hmm. through the world. They can feel the ocean parting around this new continent rising. And <laughs> they smile one more time. Kind of like shake their head, almost like they can barely believe what's happening. And letting like a few pieces of hair fall in front of their face. And then I think they set upon themselves the task of finding a good orange to eat simply for the pleasure of it. Of course. And they just let themselves be. For the first time in a long time, they just breathe. And they smile. They did it. They really did it. And, you know, I think as they're sitting at their, de like, back in their, in their um, captain's quarters at their desk, kind of, like, turning this shell over in their hands with the rind of the orange kind of sitting on the desk next to them. I think they kind of murmur the same thing. They, like, shake their heads, smile. And just, like, into the breeze, into the open air. I love you, Esther. Thank you. Be gay. Roll dice. An LGBTQIA actual play podcast network.